Hello and welcome. You've tuned into the School of Ministry podcast. Paul is your Bible teacher today. He has years of experience as a pastor, seminary instructor, and more. Later, you will be given information how to reach us. If you have questions you would like addressed, let us know. Maybe you have a need in your life and want to know how the Bible gives answers that apply to us today. Feel free to contact us. Now enjoy the lesson. I like to think of the little Lord Jesus leaving the glory and the splendor of heaven. But when I read here in chapter 2 and chapter 3, I see that he says he's anything but that cute baby in a manger. He says, I will remove, I will fight, I will kill. I'm coming as a thief in the night. I will spew thee out of thy mouth. What a different picture we see of this glorified Jesus It's necessary that we have the right view of God. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, he says, we must listen, we must hear. And then John says in verse 12, then I turned to see. We begin to hear the voice of God and I turned to see. We can see what John recognized. Let's just read on a little bit from where I left on. One like the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the feet and girded about the chest with a golden band. His head and his hair were were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes like a flame of fire. His feet were like fine brass, as if refined in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. He had in his right hand seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was like the sun, shining in the strength. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. But he laid his right hand on me, saying to me, Do not be afraid, for I am the first and the last. I am he who lives and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And I have the keys of Hades and of death. Write these things which you have seen, and the things which are, and the things which will take place after this. The mystery of the seven stars which you saw in my right hand, and the seven golden lampstands. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands which you saw are the seven churches. You see... We're going to see many powerful witnesses coming in these days and age. But we've got to be quiet. We've got to be in a place where God has us and we're listening and we're watching and we're aware of the spiritual battle that's going on. Sometimes we don't even realize the faithful, quiet prayer warriors that we might even have in our midst. Those that pray for hours and hours on end. Those that touch the very throne of God. I can remember men that the world would never recognize as mighty men of God. Nick Mendoza. Nick Mendoza is an old con. But you know what? He came to the Lord in prison and he learned how to be a prayer warrior. And as a result of that, I saw... Hundreds of men, about seven or eight hundred men come to the Lord because of Nick. 
being a prayer warrior. I've seen Charles Watson pray and walk with God. And people only want to remember the old Tex Watson. And they don't want to see the new man that has become a mighty man of God. You see, we've got to recognize and see things in our spiritual eyes. I turn to see. And now, John says in verse 12, once again, And having turned, I saw... I saw. Now your spiritual eyes are open to see what God would have you to see. Not just this plane, but Jesus is returning in his former glory. John had the wonderful opportunity of seeing Jesus in his flesh. But his glory was veiled. He, he was able to lean up against the Lord. He was able to lean on the Lord's breast. And he saw him in his risen person and now John sees him and is glorified. Now John who always wanted to be close to the Lord in all that time now what happens he sees the risen glorified Lord Jesus and he falls at his feet as dead. Now his spiritual eyes are opened. Jesus has shown him now how he really looks. How he is his true Former glory has been restored, and this is the Jesus that you and I need to see. The Lord that is the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the one who has it all in his hand. You see, whatever might be happening in our land, we don't need to worry because the Lord has us in his hand. He has us in that place where he can use you. Are you listening? Do you have ears to hear? There, the Lord said, there are those that have ears to hear and hear not. Are you seeing? He said, there are those that see and yet are blind. Are you in that place and you recognize the place right where you are? The Lord can use you right where you are now. You need to just ask him, Lord, how? Where can I reach out? How can I see the true God and Savior? How is it that I can affect others? How is it that I can recognize and see that others will come to know you as Lord and Savior? You see, today the message is to many that maybe do not know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And you're awakening, your spirits are being awakened, you're being prompted, you're seeing all the things that are happening in the world, and, and you know that something is happening, and you're interested, you want to know, Lord, what is this all about? Let me tell you, it's about showing the glorified, risen Lord coming again. We've heard it for hundreds of years. I can remember my dad telling me the story about those around the turn of the last century that sold everything. They thought that the Lord was coming, and he always joked, well, they were wrong. They sold all, and they were wrong. I could be wrong. But I do know his word is true. His word is right. He is coming. And even if he tarries in his coming, you're going to go meet him. He is coming as the judge. This world just ends up burning up as it will one day. Or if we just die and it keeps on, you and I will have to give an account to God. And I believe that's why people are so interested today. You're interested because you want to know, how can I have eternal life? How can I have this life that only the Lord gives? Today, He's offering it to you. 
And maybe he's got you in a place where you're listening, where your eyes are beginning to be opened. You're beginning to see that only he is the one that gives new life. For it's in the blood. You know what? In Revelation chapter 1 and verse 5, the end of verse 5, it says, To him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood and has made us kings and priests to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amazing to consider that even in this day and age, there are those that do not know Christ as Lord and Savior. There are those that do not understand. But let me tell you that He's coming. And He has washed us in His blood. Have you been washed in the blood of Jesus Christ? Have you come to Him and said, Lord, I'm a sinner. I have no other hope but You. I need You as my Lord and my Savior. Maybe you're a child of God and you've been walking and you've been serving the Lord, but we've now gotten into a place where we recognize, Lord, you're doing something and I want to be a part of it. I want to do what you can do. I want to be serving you. I want to be working for you. I want to be doing all that you would have. What's your need today? Are you in a place where God has, has you alone? And now you're listening. Now you're seeing. That's what happened with John. John was put apart on the Isle of Patmos. He was in the Spirit on the Lord's day so that he could hear the voice of the Lord, that he could see the glorified Lord. You see, our job as a child of God is just to simply show the glorified coming again, Lord Almighty. How about your need? That's just between you and the Lord. Maybe the Holy Spirit is working in such a way just between you and Him. And I know we now have a lot of viewers, a lot of people that are listening and paying attention that now you want to know how can I have eternal life? You need to just call us. We want to share from the pages of the Bible, God's Word, that you can have eternal life today. It's not what you do. As a matter of fact, all of your works are considered filthy rags, the Bible says. It's not that oh, everything is going to be piled up on this side and if you do all these good things and you do all these bad things. I was amazed when I learned that simple truth because I thought I knew where I was going. I knew I didn't have any good works. I knew how it was going to balance out. And when I found out it's not of works of righteousness which we have done, but according to His grace that He saves us. Today you can have that grace and that mercy. It's offered to you today. Thank you for listening. We hope you've enjoyed the message. If you want to hear Paul in person and are in the Stockton, California area, we invite you to join us at Landmark Missionary Baptist Church, 301 East Alpine Avenue. That's near the University of the Pacific. He brings the Bible message every Sunday at 11 a.m. and other times as listed. We trust you've been encouraged challenged or generally built up spiritually. If this lesson has sparked questions on this or other topics, please see our contact information in the description or email us at sclofministry at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you.